People often forget that there were cardio trends before the 80s. In the 70s, men and women would go for jogs around the block. But when we think of cardio, we often think of the 1980s VHS tapes with leotards, uh, short shorts, leg warmers, and generally lots of spandex while stepping back and forth across the room at high speeds with big perms bouncing around and tremendous amounts of enthusiasm. Doing leg lifts and step aerobics is how we think of cardio, but we could also think about the 1990s dance party workouts or even treadmills, gyms, and workout DVDs. But what is cardio? What kinds of cardio are there? And what are some examples of cardio? How do we make a cardio workout? Does everyone need to do cardio? And the two biggest questions of them all. What kind of cardio burns the most fat? And how do I get rid of belly fat? In today's podcast, we'll answer all of these questions. There's really only five kinds of cardio. And after about 25,000 hours of teaching exercise, plus my own experience, I only recommend two, two kinds of cardio. So to lose the most fat, we only have to learn one boring thing, and then we can dive right into the cardio weight loss magic. Cardio exercise is designed to burn fat and to get us healthy. And the word cardio means exercise for the heart and the lungs. And that's it. You've learned everything you need to know scientifically if you just want to lose weight. But what's most important is since all exercise works the heart and the lungs, then all exercise is cardio exercise. All exercise is cardio, and that's important because we're going to pick two of the five kinds right now. The best kinds are the two that I choose. Again, I've taught about 25,000 hours. Um, That's over 8,000 hours of teaching classes plus personal training clients. Now, my favorite two kinds of cardio, I'm going to jump right into it, are walking or yoga. That's number one. It can be either one they're interchangeable. So you could make it Monday walking and Thursday walking or Monday walking and Thursday yoga. They have the same effects and we'll get to that in a minute. So my favorite two kinds are the walking and or yoga plus number two, circuit training. And I'll tell you why right now. There's really five kinds of cardio. So we base those, since cardio is, um, exercise for the heart and the lungs, we base those mostly on heart rate. And here's how it goes. When we're doing walking, our heart rate is probably over 100 beats a minute. And I'm not going to focus on the heart rate too much. Number five is our max heart rate. Now that's different for everyone. And we're going to come back to that in a minute. But what's important to know is right now, it's really popular to promote high intensity workouts at max heart rate. What people don't know about that is that those workouts are designed in the lab to be done for a maximum of about three or four minutes. And you're only exercising for about 20 seconds at a time. So in other words, that's the max heart rate. It's whatever a heart rate uh, person would get to if they go at max intensity for 20 seconds. That's, That's a common way. It's not the only way, but it's a common way. 
So it's not really designed for an hour long workout. You're done in several minutes or less. Let's go back to walking. We can walk and the main benefit of walking is that it stimulates the most fat burning hormones, period. There's a couple of pros and cons to that and we'll get to that in a minute. But because we tend to glorify in our society intense exercise, we often forget that weight loss isn't controlled only by calories, it's also influenced by fat burning hormones. So walking helps stimulate a lot of fat burning hormones and here's one of the main benefits. At that low intensity, you don't even have to leave the house. You can walk in place or do yoga. And this often gives us a weird reputation in the holistic field, often seeming as if um, holistic stuff is easy and other stuff is hard and therefore holistic stuff is not as good. That's completely wrong. I recommend walking or yoga for all of my clients 100% of the time. It could be walking, it could be riding a bike. And I like people to do it first thing in the morning before breakfast for up to about 25 minutes. And here's why. When we get in that kind of low intensity cardio, we set our neurotransmitters and hormones into fat burning zone for the rest of the day. In other words, when we do it before eating, we're in a fasted state. That means we don't have to burn through our food. I'll get to that in a minute when I do a wrap up. And that means we can go right into our fat stores a lot sooner and it stimulates uh, some hormones. One of them is called adiponectin and um, glucagon and there's other ones and they, they start burning sugar and fat and get us into like a fat burning zone. Speeds up our metabolism, suppresses sugar and it also increases dopamine which lowers our appetite for the whole day. So without getting so technical that your eyes glass over and you get bored, I just want to say that um, walking first thing in the morning gets our um, gets our brain and our hormones right. I'm going to give you one more example. There's a bunch of neurotransmitter receptors in the brain, and some of them have. Um, I don't want to get too technical because I'm going to do that later. So I hope that's okay. I'm doing this in a future podcast for my audience, but um, uh, some of these receptors are really based on rhythm, like uh, the daily circadian rhythm. We call it. I know that sounds kind of like a organ hippie, like kind of like do what feels good, man, kind of a thing. But I really mean that our bodies have a circadian rhythm and those receptor sites in the um, brain are receptive to the hormones and we're designed to get up and wake up and have a uh, movement in our day. So getting up and going for a quick walk not only stimulates fat burning hormones like adiponectin, but it also helps normalize our rhythm for the day. So the neurotransmitters in the brain can be received by the receptor sites so that our brain can um, make important decisions about like hunger, uh, satiation, and um, other things. Our blood sugar levels and stuff like that are affected by this somewhat and the way our uh, hormones work like leptin. And I'll get into that later. It's a very, it gets real technical, so I can't do it in this podcast because I would get sidetracked. But um, I hope you're interested because if you are, uh, you can look forward to it. I love talking about that stuff. It's actually part of my online weight loss uh, coaching PowerPoint. I go into that on a couple slides and it's like 14 slides on that topic. All right, next is uh, jogging. Now, jogging is a higher heart rate than walking. Now, the main benefit of jogging is you get more calorie burn, but the downside is it can um, 
really hurt people's knees. And I don't want to harp too badly on it because I have a spin bike right next to me that I ride sometimes. But remember, overdoing any one thing could be bad. So uh, number two is fun. That could be jogging, riding a bike, or anything like that. Just remember that we don't want to only do that one thing because that can be really hard on most people's joints. Most people will have damage to their meniscus and their ankles. In fact, if you go up one level, just doing box jumps and stuff like that, I've met a lot of people who jogged and did box jumps. And then out of the blue, they were at home at the supermarket or someplace else and their foot just broke because it just couldn't handle that impact and strain anymore. So I'm a huge fan of not breaking our foot at the supermarket. Okay, number three is my next favorite, circuit training. Now, the cool thing about circuit training is it's everything you want. Too often in exercise, we think of only doing one thing, like doing an extreme workout or doing gentle yoga or just doing uh, Tai Chi and breathing. But in reality, um, or like in weights, just doing legs. In circuit training, you get everything you want with none of the drawbacks. So I recommend number three, circuit training. Now, a, a simple way to think of this is you do some legs, some arms, some cardio, some abs, and you get some rest in there, and then you do it again, and possibly a third or a fourth time. Now, the cool thing about those workouts is there's almost no rest, and that means you get done really fast. It sounds weird, but it's not torture. It just means you get done fast. Now. Think about a normal weights workout. You might do squats, rest for three to five minutes, and then do more squats. So you're working out for about 15, 20 seconds at a time, resting for four minutes, and then going back. It's mostly resting, so it takes a long time to get good results, which is fine. If you like that, I like squats too. But circuit training is a whole body workout. Because of that, we get everything done fast, it also really shoots up our heart rate and our breathing. So we get incredible weight loss. I have found the combination of walking and circuit training to be the best for weight loss by far. Now, what I'd like to do is go on to number four and five and then do a quick recap and just wrap up this whole thing. And it might sound irrelevant at first, but it's the way I think about it. And it's the fastest way to get through it. So number four is the extreme heart rate. Now what happens is really simple. If you did a whole bunch of squats because you're a human and I am too, I'll even say me. What will end up happening is if I keep doing squats until I get to an extreme heart rate, which is almost max, then what will happen is I'll start to have bad posture, bad form, and my muscles will get so tired that they just stop working. If I really try hard, I can keep exercising and now I have pressure on my joints, tendons and ligaments. And so I can really just wear out my joints. And what ends up happening with extreme heart rates is we stop using our muscles, which is the ones that burn the calories. So we get a lower calorie burn because now the tendons and ligaments are doing the work. So we, get, we can actually sometimes get a lower calorie burn and that's not the worst part. The worst part is it really skyrockets cortisol too high for too long, which in many people can cause weight gain, cellulite, belly fat, and face fat. And I'll get into that when I go into the spot reduction stuff on the podcast. I have some articles coming out on my website, hopefully soon as well. So um, extreme heart rates can be really devastating to the body with one major side effect. They can actually cause people to gain weight. And I've seen many people do this. In fact, 
we've often um, encouraged people to do yoga instead of an extreme workout, cutting out one per week. And then they start to lose weight for the first time in months, often rapidly, because now their body is starting to relax. So let's go back to um, walking and yoga. We call it number one. At number four, the stress hormones were going really high. But at number one, it's the opposite. In fact, some studies show that walking in the forest can lower stress hormones as well as doing yoga and Tai Chi and meditation and stuff. So what ends up happening is just breathing and relaxing can cause us to release fat burning hormones and balance out our stressful lifestyle. Since most of us have too much stress anyways, we don't want to do extreme workouts because then we'll often cause rapid weight gain from the stress hormones. Now, this is nothing to worry about. If you get to extreme heart rate sometimes, I do too. Like I'll work really hard sometimes and it gets kind of high sometimes. But most of the time, I want to be in the circuit training zone. And that would be something like doing some knee push-ups and then some air squats, doing some jumping jacks or a spin bike, and then maybe holding a plank and doing it all again in like a circuit. We call it a, a circle or a circuit. Or if you draw a circle and then you write legs on the left, arms at the top, abs on the right, and at the bottom right, cardio, now you have a circuit. Then you go in that circle two or three or more times, and now you have a really good workout. In my um, online workout programs and with my clients, we often do eight exercises. That's two of each, two legs, two arms, two cardio, and two abs. And when we do that, people lose the most weight possible. So that's pretty much it. I want to use exercise um, to simulate these hormones. And that's the technical side. So let's go to the human side. What I consider to be the most important thing about designing any exercise program is this. Exercise should make us happy. And if we want to lose weight, then we should do exercise that both makes us happy and helps us lose weight. And for everybody, that's a certain kind of, um, of workout that's different from person to person. So I'm always hoping that you will find the style of cardio that you want. I hope you'll fall in love with doing some cardio in the morning. It can be on a bike, going for a walk outside. It could be doing jumping jacks. It could even be doing qigong or tai chi on your porch like they often do in China where they, um, where they're much, they're very lean. And again, um, it's what you like, what makes you happy. I also like circuit training because now I can do an hour and a half workout in about 35 minutes and it saves me time, gives me all the benefits and none of the drawbacks. If you want to know more about it, you can look at my uh, most recent Instagram post. Maybe when you hear this, you'll have to look for it, but it says, uh, which, um, what is cardio exercise? And you can also uh, find me on my website um, as well. Anyhow, my name is Dale, and I'm here to tell you that to lose the most weight possible, you have several cardio options, and losing weight is easy when you find the style of doing cardio training that you like the most.